Welcome back to Bit Different, everybody. This is Satine. And this is Rob. Hey, Rob, did you dust off your mic? I did. Actually, I, did. I, I, I watched you before we recorded, like, sort of wipe off your mic. <laughs> Mine's been in a backpack, so I don't think it gathered much dust. Although there could be, like, a whole nest of spiders living inside it now. I have no clue. It's been so long. <laughs> That's disgusting. How in the <laughs> hell did we go two months and one day we without be, seeing I, each other even? I don't. We should be ashamed of ourselves. At least, like, just full transparency for all listeners. It's not like we were hanging out and laughing about how we aren't recording. We didn't see each other. Yeah, we have. Yeah, we haven't seen each other since the last time we recorded. Yeah, so much has changed. Your hair—it's so dark. <laughs> like, are you going to talk about my hair? Yeah, your hair—it's so dark now. It is dark. I've been brooding. Yeah, well, I—I I know you've and you've had reason to brood. Yeah, so you kind of got a little dark and stormy with your hair. It's I went very dark. You're very seductive and uh, mysterious. Thank you. Yeah, I was going for the Gal Gadot color, but oh. didn't go so well. I went a little too dark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think last time I used to dye my hair, uh, my natural hair color is, I guess, espresso. When you buy the Feria box, uh, it's been a long time since I've colored my hair. Uh, but yeah, espresso, and it would go like blue for like a day. And then one day later, it'd be like nice and like dark, dark, dark brown, nearly black, but not quite. Yeah, my hair was practically blue when I first uh, first dyed it. And I was like, what the fuck was I thinking? Because, yeah, like I always forget that black, like so much of it is like this sort of blue purple kind of uh, tone. I'm an idiot. But it's fading to a really deep, dark espresso brown, which is what I wanted. So because yeah. it is semi-permanent. So hopefully it'll stay this color because da- black stains. So we know it's going to stay dark forever. But <laughs> whatever. Hi. Hi. Oh, my goodness gracious. Is this really happening? Seriously, this feels so <laughs> like I, I feel so rusty and and just out of, uh, out of practice. <laughs> yeah, like this is this is weird. My heart's beating a little fast. What's going on here? Well, Listeners, we have missed you. Gosh, and we are so sorry for keeping you in the dark, not telling you that we were going to go on hiatus because it wasn't planned at all. Seriously, we just, unfortunately, were were both extremely busy. Schedules weren't lining up. Then um, I know you had some personal stuff. Yeah. And um, I was uh, kind of just taking advantage of a little bit of time that I had to like, you know, get a little bit more sleep. But like really it's it's good to be back and I I, I wanna recommit yes, to this. We need to. Yes. Not just for us, but for all you who who actually listen to us. Yeah. <laughs> and selfishly I do miss I miss seeing Satine every week. So Yeah, um, I miss like, you too. Yeah, I'm glad how, to get that how, back. How's everybody at work? I miss them. Everyone at work is good. Um we are all in a little bit of a scramble right now because we are all moving okay um so uh, a little bit of information uh the company i work at has was spread across two buildings and those two buildings were like four blocks apart so not massive distance but still if you had to drive to the the other building to check on an editor or graphics or whatever it took a little bit of time you needed a slide right oh my god or, or a zip line a pneumatic tube like futurama is what i really yes, wanted yes i was thinking elf with the nail <laughs> <laughs> exactly it's a pneumatic tube all yeah. the way and so like uh we are uh my company is currently moving into one building that will house all of us and uh, my building has moved so right now um next week i will have even further to drive to see editors and graphics people but after that we'll all be under one roof and um all together again and it'll be awesome but right now it's been a little a little crazy because it's you know it's the holidays we're all busy like a lot of projects going on and the move so um but the office, all the off, the coworkers are excellent. 
good. I'll tell them that you say hello. I do. I say hello. Maybe they'll spread the news after they listen to this episode. They're back. She's not dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I forget. Actually, a lot of them listen. And I think uh, yeah. I've gotten a lot of questions of, uh, you know, are you guys still doing that? We are. We feel bad. <laughs> You so. can you can spank us with a wet noodle. <laughs> <laughs> I love pasta. I really I do. do too. Um. Yeah. So what? Anything else? Like what major happenings are going on in your life? I'm just let's. I'll go real quick because there's. I mean, there's months to catch up on. I know. And I'm gonna talk about like the last two weeks. Sounds good. I'm gonna do the same. Yeah, because seriously, I can't even tell you what has happened since last time we talked because, uh, I've forgotten a lot of it um <laughs> it's so all crossed see. out uh lots of stuff here um todd and i just went to missouri two weeks ago oh, okay to visit his family for christmas we do christmas with his family usually the week before christmas but um oh. the weekend before christmas is like the 23rd like no yeah uh, we're not close. traveling then yeah too close. and my family like my mom's husband is jewish so we do hanukkah with them on like the 23rd and then christmas is right there so um that's a lot of celebrating it is like it's gonna be a little crazy we're gonna probably eat like a bunch of monsters so um <laughs> the first weekend of december we went to missouri to see todd's family sweet and um good to see all of them fired some shotguns at clay pigeons and uh wow yeah we had mountain a, man we had a very missouri christmas you know i kind of always wanted to do that it's fun I did mean, you like, hit any uh, i had a really bad go this year i was not i was not able to hit any hmm. but like the first year i went to missouri i was really good all those and years so, of duck hunt did nothing for you well it's funny because like the first year that we did it everyone was like oh shit rob's a natural with a shotgun and i was like well i play a lot of video games but um yeah it does I, not translate it did not translate this time <laughs> um so uh but yeah we did missouri though for like four days and um it was our chance to sort of like see todd's best friend and uh, see his family and all his nephews and have a couple of like we did almost like a thanksgiving dinner so it was funny because it was like a week after thanksgiving so we've had two thanksgivings now um and that was fun and um trying to think what else happened uh we saw the disaster artist oh okay yeah that actually looks good it's really great if you're especially if you're a fan of the room for being as terrible as it is like i liked it yeah like the movie is a great payoff for fans of that movie and um it's it's a good movie anyway and james franco disappears into the role so it's well ridiculous yeah like it's you forget that he's him it's yeah. really very impressive so and it's based on a true story yeah i read the book okay. that it was based on so um yeah i was I very much enjoyed it. Um, I've watched a lot of TV recently. I just, I, I also just traveled for a work trip uh, last week. And so I got to watch a lot of TV on the plane. Sweet. You so, went to San Francisco? Uh, no, I went to the East Coast. I will not Ooh, say where. But, wow. uh, but yeah, so I traveled for, for, um, for work. And uh, I watched the entire first season of The Good Place. The Okay, yes. I've, you know what? Keith and Steven tried to get me into it and I couldn't. It's fun. I watched the first two episodes and that slapstick comedy, it just doesn't sit well with me. I really liked it. <laughs> I had a good time with it. Um, I also Frasier. I also finished, <laughs> yeah, seriously, you're not a sitcom person. I'm not. Um, I also finished the first season of Dear White People. Or the only season, I guess, of Dear White People. Okay. Loved it. Okay. I'm also I'm, good things. I'm a massive fan of the movie. So, you know, that was great. And since we have spoken, Todd and I have watched the entirety of Stranger Things season two. Season two. two. I was going to ask you. I we did too. Seriously, that show is so good, right? It was quite different. The first one was very horror-driven, like, genre. This one's very sci-fi. I liked it a lot, though. I think they did some really cool things. I liked it, too. Yeah. Like, I'm very excited about season three. I kind of hope they keep up, like, the 
every year at Halloween, you get a new yeah. season kind of thing. I want that really badly. This season was very familiar, but different. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's, I think, what makes Stranger Things so appealing to a lot of people is it is like a new story, but it's using all these conventions and, you know, it's just, it's doing something that's very familiar to all of us that grew up in the 80s. Yeah. And so, like, there's something oddly comforting yet new about Stranger Things. So. I love Mad Max. Really, it's Ida Hart. Like, I, I grew to love her. I cannot stand, and I still don't understand why her brother is a character. He's such a douchebag. Well, and Todd has, like, a total crush on him now, and I just don't get it. Um, He has, like, does he wear, like, a ton of eyeliner and mascara? Is that his character? Or know. is he just have really pretty lashes? I think he has pretty lashes, I'm assuming. Hmm. His uh, trashy... His mullet was... Oh, the, the mullet and his <laughs> trashy mustache were, like, enough to make me want to just turn off the TV. He did have a good bod, though. But, like, that I have basketball a basketball bod. I was like, okay, but maybe I do, I do like him. I have a hard... <laughs> uh, his face is the biggest turnoff to me. I have a hard time with his little, like, upturned nose. I cannot, cannot. Wow. And I will not critical yeah i didn't critical like critical damage didn't like him <laughs> did not like him what about um the other guy the her ex-boyfriend steve or the other boyfriend i didn't hope i'm not giving anything away it's been two months people should have watched stranger things by now and yeah. in season in episode one you know what the deal is that's true uh steve um i actually thought his character had a really great arc and like a turn yeah a like, twist. i liked what they did with him a lot this season because i didn't care for him very much because he was an asshole yeah he was the worst mm-hmm. and this season he had a, he had some solid redemption yeah where he had like a greater purpose yeah so yeah and i thought winona did better yes she was a little less chewing the scenery like mm-hmm. I, I love winona Ryder. i do too i love everything she's ever been in and she can be have... terrible and i'm still on board she could steal everything in my store and i would love her oh my... still when she when she got arrested for shoplifting like i straight up said to people i was like she could murder like several people in my family <laughs> and i'd probably still love her, her. <laughs> like i love her there's something about winona Ryder, and it could just be that i grew up with beetlejuice and edward scissorhands and mermaids, mermaids and all like, of it yeah it could just be that but there's something about her i just i love her i do too she's pretty special and she looks great like i know th- like she looks like she's yeah she i mean she's aged naturally yeah in the best way possible and stranger things is doing what they can to make her look haggard as hell and she still, and she looks, still looks pretty solid <laughs> yeah she looks great even um star trek kind of made her look a little oh, they, haggard they aged her up they made her look old but she still looked good she still looked amazing yeah yeah so no i i'm winona all the way Winona, we salute you. We do. <laughs> <laughs> Our nerd hats are off to you. Uh, yes. Um, what else is happening? Oh, in just general news, men are the worst. Oh, you're telling me that now because I know that. <laughs> well, I'm but, still single, by the way. <laughs> like since we were since like, we last recorded, there have been so many news announcements of men who uh, sexually assault or are generally shitty towards people. Yes. Kevin Spacey lusting after a 14 year old Anthony Rapp. Yes. Matt Lauer giving sex toys to people, saying how he wants to use them. Uh, the, uh, 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 everyone else, like, there's so many people. I can't even think. Of, like, I'm actually yes, jammed um, up. He has two initials. <laughs> What's his name? He has two initials as his first name. CK. Oh, Louis CK. Louis CK. <laughs> yeah, Louis CK. Uh, fucking Harvey Weinstein. Uh, Donald Trump. Uh, but that's not news. That's not um, news. 
And like, yeah, there's just, it's been, it's so alarming. I mean, it's not, it's to be expected, I guess, just how shitty men are in Hollywood. But like, did you hear what's happening at the Golden Globes? All the women are wearing black. Yes, to stand up against sexual harassment. And that is so awesome. Yeah, I think it's actually gonna be a really kind of striking move that will be very, very clear. Plus also black dresses, kind of awesome. Awesome. That's all I ever wear anyway. Yeah. People are going to look awesome and they're going to be making a point. Yeah. So, and watch, there's going to be like some bitch who completely is just like, no, I'm wearing like white. A, I'm wearing like yeah, white dress <laughs> because I don't think that men in Hollywood are terrible and they're only going to do it to get those clicks or to get, you know, some extra attention. Like there was that one woman at the Grammys, I guess, who wore like a Trump Pence dress and she only did it. Mostly so people will talk about her. I don't think she was. Was she a country singer? No, I want to say, I, I forgot who it was, Um, but I want to say even like she was a Nobody minority. I talked to. Oh yeah, like it was like she was awful, and um, and then wow. she, she mostly did it, I think, for the attention, and she got it. But like, I don't even think she really agreed with um what she was doing with her message. It's so disgusting. Yeah, and maybe it was like wearing like a meat outfit, like Gaga did. Totally, like skins. Yeah, at least I feel like Gaga's so she's so out there that like everyone's like, oh yeah. That's what she does. Also, mm-hmm. she's she was a known name when she wore the when yeah. she wore the meat dress. That's this true. woman, I don't, I still don't know what her name is, and I didn't know what her name was at the time. Huh. Well, so there, so there. Um, <laughs> what else happened? Star Wars came out. It did. It came out. I'm seeing it tonight. So uh, it'll be a couple days. Have you seen it? I've seen it. When did you see it? I saw it yesterday, which it was. What day is this? Saturday. Saturday. So I saw Saturday. This yes. comes out Wednesday, so yeah. You saw it many days ago. I saw it many days ago, and it was, I'm just going to be very vague, but it was better than the last film, because I did not care for- For which one? Rogue One Force or Force Awakens? Awakens? Okay. Rogue One, I don't count as part of- It's, well, it's, it's not one of the numbered episodes. Yeah, so, but I, I liked Rogue One better, actually, then, and I know that's- People are going to hit me because of no, that. No, but... a, a lot of people feel Force Awakens was a, a rehash of New Hope, and for and yeah. uh, Rogue One was actually something special. I think my main problem with the new Star Wars films is I don't care for Kylo Ren, and I don't care for Rey, and I don't. Mm. I like Rey. I don't pine for her. You know, it's all about Finn and Poe. Finn's cool. Poe is so dreamy. Who, wait, who's? Oh yeah, Poe's cute. I, love I like Poe. Po. Yes. Um, but there is a moment in this film that is worth everything ever. And it, I'll just say without saying anything, it is the best movie or best moment in Star Wars since the last, uh, since the Return of the Jedi. All right then. Well, I'm excited. Which like, is what? 1989, 1991? 83. No, the last Jedi? Return of the Jedi was 83. Oh, I'm, yeah, Return of the Jedi. It was 83? 83. 83. No fucking way. Yeah. Are you sure? I'm grabbing my magic Google phone, and I'm going to look it up now. Wow. Well, you do that. I'm just yeah. going to say it's worth it. It's good. It's um, it's Star Wars. I mean, how could you hate it? But again, I'm just diehard for the first three, as I think most people are. But 1983. What the fuck? Like the one with the Ewoks. Yeah. Yeah, 83. I just went through the Ewok forest, by the way. Oh, yeah, because you were, you were up north. I was up north. Well, it's like, that's everything I want to talk about, unless you want to talk about the Game Awards well, show. But what have you been I'll up to? I'll talk about that later. Yeah, what have you been up to? Well, you've had some shit down. I still can't wrap my brain around that. I the, thought it was like 89, because I swore I was at least seven or or uh, six. I mean, depending on what year I was born. But yeah, no, that's I, crazy. Like, and I always talk about how like Star Wars and I, we uh, it's, a, it's not a franchise that I love. Um, and I, because like, 
Oh, yeah, you're not a fan. Jedi came out the year I was born. And so, like, I missed them all in theaters. And I didn't grow up in a house where, like, we had, like, a... I didn't have a a parental figure who loved the movies. Yeah. So, like, I never saw them growing up. And, like, I, when I did see them, it was like, eh. What was your Star Wars growing up? Alien. Oh. Like, the Alien series. Yeah. It's my sci-fi series. Okay, good um, for you. And like so, like, that. yeah, I've never, I was never a Star Wars guy, though, because most of my dad didn't care about Star Wars, and my mom sure as hell didn't. And so, like, my first real, like, as a culture Star Wars moment, because I kept, I, I kept watching episodes four through six growing up, trying to get into them, and I couldn't. Yeah. Um, they were fine, but they weren't great for for me and then I, I saw the prequels and those did nothing to make me a fan because they were terrible those and, were really bad yeah and so force awakens for me was actually the first one i saw that i really liked i didn't mind revenge of the sith though which was the that was the one. closest they got to a good one yeah. in the prequels and like and so um if anything force awakens was jj taking star wars and making it mass appealing which meant appealing to me yeah and it's been like and it was a little bit of a rehash of the of a new hope but it, he, it was so modernized and so i thought it was really great so i really had a good time with it i loved rogue one and i'm actually i can call myself a fan now of at least where star wars is going hey if these movies bring in new fans i'm all for it so yeah, and, and overall it seems like they're not totally pissing off their their core no yeah, but they're bringing in new people yeah i don't think they're bad movies i just don't because they're the star wars universe i wanted something a little bit more something i could grab onto but that's okay i'm okay with it as long as it brings in new people Yay. But yeah, this movie, you'll know when the moment happens. All y'all listening, when that moment happens, you'll be like, oh, this is what she's talking about. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about what you have been up to for the most recent future. So yeah, uh, we wrapped the film I was working on with Campbell and all this people that Congratulations. were amazing thank you and um since then i haven't really been working all that much a lot of stuff has been going on in my life um my mom passed away i'm so sorry to hear that i posted on social media so maybe people knew it but yeah which is it's it's um it's sad but a blessing because she was sick she had dementia and alzheimer's as well so she was not in a good place well and she was pretty young right i mean like when did she develop considering um she developed when i was in eighth grade so wow and yeah i've been out of school for a very long time so she was she's been sick for a long time that's a very aggressive start to that yeah that's that's tragic so So it's happy sadness sad happiness and everything in between but you know we we love her but yeah it was it was really difficult for the family um i can't i mean just Going through what she went through her life, that's just, I mean, I hope Travis and I never have to deal with it because it is genetic. Yeah. So, so here's hoping everybody, like, you know, clap for fairies and all that stuff you're supposed to do to keep the hope alive. Well, and also hopefully science continues to Progress. make steps where that won't be as much of a factor for people to, to worry about. Like, yeah. yeah. But on a happier note, I did do some soul searching and went on a road trip with my friend Isley. And we decided we needed a time away from LA and just get into nature, get into like, just do what we love to do. Photography, be outside, go on the road, listen to music, just like, you know, just travel the road and get away from this shit. So we um, decided we were going to go up to Oregon and our we decided first to go to Portland and then we kind of extended it to Vancouver, which never happened. But we did make it as far north as Mount St. Helens in Washington, which is beautiful, covered in snow. Met some really fun people up there. Um, is that why the flannel? Since you just did your Pacific Northwest tour? No, the the 
Well, because let be. the record show that she's wearing a very fetching sort of flannel plaid uh, piece of outerwear. Very nice. Thank you. The flannel happened during the movie I was filming because ah. it was getting cold and yeah, so it had nothing to do with the trip, but I love it. <laughs> uh, but I did get a nice big fluffy jacket, which I didn't have before. So that was exciting. And we went to Portland's beautiful, by the way. Have you ever been? Yes. So cute. It's like a big, small city. There's no traffic. Yeah. And Did you go to Powell's while you were there? No. What's that? It is a bookstore that takes up an entire oh, city block. Yes, yes. yes. I, well, I didn't go in it, but I, I went past it's it. And amazing. I was like, oh, that's the bookstore everybody talks about. Yeah. It's real nice. Got to have some coffee. Got to hang out a little bit. We didn't spend that much time in the city, honestly. But um, we did go to Astoria on the way back down the coast. Saw the Goonies house. Nice. Went to Cannon Beach, saw Triple Stones, where um, Triple Stones copper bones from the Goonies. <laughs> Find one-eyed Willie's rich stuff. And that was probably one of the most magical moments. I mean, that beach is gorgeous, and those rocks are fucking phenomenal. If anybody's ever on the Oregon coast, go to Cannon Beach. You'll see what I mean. And we also did a Life is Strange tour. <gasps> nice. Went and stopped in all the cities along the coast that inspired Life is Strange. Very nice. So Newport, Oregon, um, which is basically where the lighthouse is and how the town looks on the bay and is really cute. We went to this cute little place called um, Pirate Coffee in Depot and had a moment. And so I was very happy. I had my Chloe outfit on. I had my gray jeans, my <laughs> combat boots, my beanie. So I felt really life is strangey. Nice. Does Isley play games at all or... No, but she actually happened to watch me play that game. Okay. Which good. is funny. So she could appreciate that. She, yeah. And I showed her the trailer before we went on that. And she was like, oh, you played this game when I was over. I was like, wow, that was so long ago. And you've only we've only played games like three times together. So that was pretty funny. Well, nice. Yeah. And I guess that's about it. Series of bad dates. Still single. Any uh, especially remarkably terrible ones that you feel like sharing? Nothing too terrible. The last date I went on, it went well. He wasn't really, I wasn't that into him, but he was like, let's go out again tomorrow night. I was like, okay, I'll give it another chance. And then he gave me a kiss goodnight. I never heard from him again. Okay. <laughs> That's weird mixed messages. Maybe he died. Like, maybe he like, well, it was only car. like three or four days ago. So, but still. Yeah. That's so weird. Who knows? He missed the mark. Maybe his phone got stolen. A coworker of mine just had her phone grabbed out of her hand on the bus on Friday. Really? Yeah, on Friday she was like sitting on the bus and the guy I guess was getting off the bus and he grabbed the first, her phone out of her hand and just ran. And she was like, "That happened." Okay, guess I don't have a phone right now. <laughs> so she was surprisingly stupid. zen about it, but uh, I would have like never forgiven. Wait, I have to tell a story. Please. This is amazing. Okay, our first night in Oregon, we're yes. in Klamath Falls, which is a snow area. There's like this, there's a lake there. It's frozen over. Everything's frozen, basically. So we go to this motel. It's just a day's in. And let's talk about the craziest thing happened. Are you ready for a ghost story? Oh, I'm ready. Okay. So go to sleep, whatever. We wake up. And I look at Isley and she looks at me and I go, and she goes, I didn't sleep very well last night. And I said, I didn't either. She, and she was like, I had actually, I had bad dreams. And I said, that's weird because 
I woke up and I saw these like weird shadowy figures over by you when I had to go to the restroom. And usually I don't get scared by shit like that because I'm like, you know, you wake up and you see things. I waited. I looked. I waited. I looked. They were still moving back there. I was like, that's really weird. So I am not going to go over there. I don't need to use the restroom that bad. The crazy part is the reason I woke up to go to the restroom is because I felt something rubbing the back of my neck. And when I told Isley that, she went pale white and she got tears in her eyes. And she said, I woke up and saw figures moving on top of you as if something was touching you. And she was like, I kept looking and I was like, is Satine up? Like, what is she doing? And so she's like, I got my cell phone light and I shined it over towards you and you were asleep but something was on top of you touching you and I was like oh my fucking god that is crazy room 209 the days in and what city was this in Klamath Falls Oregon and so we got up we got the morning we have our morning tears because we're like what the fuck just happened last night I was like wouldn't it be crazy if we found something weird in this like wardrobe right here because there's like these tiny little doors for a wardrobe next to the TV I open it up and there's this comforter in there laid out like a bed. I was like, that's really what? fucking creepy. <laughs> that sounds terrible. Terrifying. And she's like, did you lock the door last night? I was like, yeah, you can go check it. It's still locked. That sounds awful. It was awful. So that's my review. Yeah. I, Yelp. That's, that's <laughs> <laughs> so if you want a haunted experience, go to room 209. The days in Klamath Falls, Oregon. <laughs> Yikes. Good luck. Yeah, no thank you. <laughs> that sounds terrible. Yeah. So anyway, that's my story. Christmas time is here. It is Christmas time. Todd is super excited because he loves Christmas. Me too. It's my favorite. As you can see, we have the tree up, the fire is going, the candles are lit. <laughs> Everything is battery operated, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know, we, we live in the future. Everything's yeah. <laughs> uh, so is that, okay, is that everything you've been up to? That's, I, have everything I mean, other than movies I've seen, I saw Coco. How was that? A plus. Did it, did it make you misty? It's so good. Go see it. I really want to see it. Um, Todd, I think, is not on board because I think he's worried that the music might. The music is so good. Well, he, he was he was concerned about the music, and I. But yeah, I've heard such amazing things about it from everybody. And now that they got rid of that twenty-one minute, they got rid of it. It was so good. It. Oh, really? Because I I heard it's terrible. A lot of people I know were really upset about that. Well, they're just dumb because they thought they were in the wrong movie the whole time, <laughs> so they were scared. It is was really good. The they had five new songs. They're all very well written they're all christmas related it was very holiday but it was like an i mean for a short film i thought it was amazing well, and think, it was funny i don't know well, i think the biggest problem people have with the frozen short is that like typically you know the short's like five to eight minutes long and it's usually like a freestanding sort of bonus with no dialogue yeah and often it's like a freestanding <laughs> bonus thing of like hey you know you came to see this movie and we gave you this one little extra and it's like wonderful it's an old man playing chess with himself super fun and then it's over um and then I feel like I think a lot of people felt a little annoyed because this thing was like 21 minutes, which I mean, that's the length of a sitcom on Netflix when you take the but commercials But that's also out. the length of the commercials before the short well, film. Which I think, especially when you take kids to a movie, commercials, trailers, 21 minute short film. You've been sitting in a theater now for 40 minutes. And the I movie say just start. take out the freaking trailers and leave and, Frozen because yeah. it was so well, cute. I think a lot of people also were upset, though, because this is clearly it's just, this doesn't feel so much like a freebie like here you go as it is a major setup for Frozen 2. 
from what I hear. I hear it's, well, it's more about... Frozen isn't Pixar, though. No, but it's Disney, though. Yeah. But, like, and so that's the thing. Like, typically, it's a Pixar independent short, not a Disney marketing vehicle slapped the front of a Pixar movie. And so I think a lot of people felt a little uh, oversold to, especially for being 21 minutes. Well, bah humbug to all those assholes who well, hated Frozen Christmas special, because that's all I ever wanted in life, and put, I got it. I'm really sad now. They aired it on TV, they aired it on TV earlier this week. Did they? Yeah, which that's actually how it and should have been And people hated done. it? No, people were like, oh, there it is. Like, I think, the problem is, I feel like they sort of shit the bed a little bit by putting it ahead of Coco, and that upset people. But, like, yeah, all they had to do was put people it on People are YouTube. so fucking grumpy. I feel like all they had to do was put it on YouTube, and they would have had, like, record streaming numbers, and people would have been super happy. But, um... Uh, it was so yeah. good. Rob, go watch it. I will see it somewhere. It won't be before Coco because it's not there anymore. I'm so angry. <laughs> I could just spit all over that tree. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what have you been playing? Oh, and by the way, oh. Elsa's costume is velvet. Like a dark teal velvet with like a fur trim. Not fur. She would not wear fur. But like, you know, a poofy trim and it, little sparkles in it. It's so good. <laughs> okay. She knows how to make the holidays bright. <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. All right then. Well, what are yeah. you what are you playing, or what have you played? I can't even talk anymore. I'm done. No, I, I, I need, this is a video game podcast. No more yes. Elsa. Oh yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> I just I finished Destiny two. I don't know if I talked about that last time. You did not. It was fine. It's at towards the end. I just got over it. I'm not going to play it for like multiplayer. I've already decided. All right then. She gave up. Yeah. Have you played it? Yeah, I'm still playing every week. Really? And you yeah. love it? Every Tuesday when they reset your milestones for the week, I always go back in and I do some of them. I and see, I've already done the DLC. I'm still on Uncharted multiplayer for my multiplayer experience. Well, I rarely do Crucible in Destiny. That's not what I play Destiny for. Oh, what do you do? Well, every Tuesday they give you new goals. Where it's oh, like, yeah, yeah. Participate in X amount of public events on this planet or, you know, accomplish these challenges in the Crucible. I mean, like, sometimes they say, like, oh, do the Crucible and do this thing. Yeah. But sometimes it's like, oh, you know, uh, get X amount of challenges accomplished in or do X amount of heroic strikes. And I love that sort of stuff. And whenever you do those, you get a really kick-ass piece of gear. Well, I didn't honestly see, I didn't see anything different from Destiny 1 other than graphics were a little better and things were, the music was great, but. Well, they changed the way you progress, like with your loyalty with various NPCs, but it is very much the same. So as, and I just played Destiny 1 like a few months ago. Yeah. So I kind of was like, I feel like I'm playing the same game over again, even though I did like the bad guy in this one. Yeah. He was cool. Having a big bad, I think was really good. Yeah. So I finished Destiny 2. And I also finished Wolfenstein 2, <gasps> the new Colossus. What'd you think? It was so good. <laughs> it was so good, wasn't it? Yes. Like, oh, and uh, was it, what's her, oh God, what's her name? Faith. Is it Faith? No. Grace. Grace. Grace, Grace Walker. She is a badass fucking lady. Like a Pam Greer, Foxy Brown. Well, I love that they kind of went like late 60s, early 70s yeah. sort of black exploitation with her. So good. Like, and her She's whole, like, and the what man? <laughs> her, her whole crew being sort of Black Panther-ish, like, I yes. fucking adored that. Guerrilla tactics. Well, and like, did you play the New Order? No. Like, the New Order was like a wonderful surprise when it came to story in that like it is it introduced you to so many characters and you didn't realize how much you cared about them until like they would kill one off or make a very permanent decision for that character and i realized how effective its storytelling was because i really really like grew to love these characters and i didn't even know it and then um so i was ready 
for the new Col- new colossus to like give me a story and i was not even expecting how much like within the first it's so good within the first mission i was clutching my pearls a couple times due to like very f- very decisive decisions they made about a handful of people and then also like you know midway through the game the game it, just managed, like it's better it managed to surprise me so many times. like halfway through the game that's when it gets really good yeah like and the game's outlandish to put it nicely it's all over the place but like as a shooter it feels real good it's so yeah smooth and like yeah and just the the stuff it does with its characters and its story is so full of surprises i had no idea what was gonna do it did you know the difficulty it is a difficult game i slid it down to to can i play daddy because you're the baby mode i'm totally fine with it i just wanted to experience the story you and my brother i had such a good time with it though i played um second to the hardest and i did it you're crazy in three sittings jesus that's crazy i'm pretty fucking hardcore you are that is some bold fucking gameplay there it was bold i just went in fire and i was like this is doom (laughs) (laughs) 2.0 that great game though yeah it was really fun and now it's like it's funny now it's done i want to do all the enigma codes and go after all those like extra little uh when did it come out uh october 27th the busiest release day in recent memory because october 27th was super mario odyssey assassin's creed origins wolfenstein new colossus stranger things season two and jigsaw right well it's been out long enough that i can bring this up there is a moment in it where hitler is in the game and there's the whole scene with Hitler when you get to this point is probably the most iconic <laughs> scene in all of video game history. It is ridiculous. And I, I love what they did by establishing uh, Blaskowitz's past with his parents. Right. Like it's going in the house. And yeah, they do a lot of flashback stuff. Like with the little girl, Billy. Oh God, I loved her. I loved her too. Like the the story, like the game, really. Like I'm so glad we got a sequel to New Order, and that it was as good as it was. Because that was a great game. Yeah. And then that fucking Irene Angle. She's such a bitch. Oh, yeah. Well, she was... uh, She's twisted she was super twisted in new order and she's so, so twisted yeah like so this she, it's personal because she's upset about what you did to her in the last game well she deserved it look at her oh, she's yeah. crazy yeah she's crazy um and then her sister singren i think her name's the the bigger girl that's her daughter oh it's her daughter yeah oh i thought it was her sister the one who's on the the sub with you i love her it's her daughter and when she had that come to jesus moment i was like yes girl they, they redeemed her character very well so good yeah so i don't yeah i didn't even know she was in the last game is she what happens uh in in the first game yeah spoilers for anyone who hasn't played the the new order but it's several years old uh she's dating a very like so the older woman uh irene yeah she's dating a a young man uh named booby i believe she calls him and um i think you kill him she gets upset and then if memory serves you end up basically smashing her face in with like a mech or with a piece of metal like you end up mashing her face in which is why she's so scarred yeah because she was basically like lower half of her jaw is gone faces does like you assume she's dead and she's not and so she's back now and she's super pissed and she hates you super cuckoo and she hates you specifically 
because you ruined a lot of shit for her in the last game. Well, she's a fucking Nazi, so. Oh, yeah, seriously. I have next. I have no pity for her. No. None. No pity. Also, that game was interesting the way it sort of, you know, just not to say that, well, you know, America has a little bit of a Nazi problem right now. I'll just come right out and say it. And uh, so, like, the game was extremely topical, strangely enough, in that it was doing this sort of, you know, Nazi thing. And sure enough, here we are. We have a small Nazi problem. And um, one of my favorite things they did, they had a video they released on their Twitter that was like 10 seconds long. And it just said, uh, it was honestly, it was a full screen card that said, if you are a Nazi, and then it did a shot of... Uh, from first person of the game of you punching a Nazi in the face uh-huh. and then it cut to a full screen card that said GTFO and then get went, the fuck out and then it went to the title <laughs> Wolfenstein 2 the new Colossus that was it sweet it was this wonderful 10 second spot with like great music of just oh like gosh. if you're a Nazi poof, get the fuck out title of game and I was like standing and applauding like it felt so oddly topical <laughs> at the the same point i'm small little spoiler well that's not a spoiler i already told you there's hitler in it yeah but at one point he's on the floor just taking a little nap and you're supposed to go act into this room and get the lines correct and you're basically acting for him for a future film it's he's a doing great scene now save the game and as you walk over kick hitler in the face i did it a few times and i know you die you do die but it's the most Worth it. satisfying <laughs> thing ever you just kick him right in the face i need to redo that mission so i can do that it's so good um yeah like like and i love the i mean they they definitely are setting up for a trilogy i'm very excited about the third game i can't wait like yeah bring it i'm i'm oh i'm so on board yeah. So you play anything else? Well, it won oh. Action Game of the Year at the Video Game Awards. And deservedly so. Yes. Like, that is a great game. Like, if we didn't get a new Doom this year, at least we got a new Wolfenstein, and it feels just as good to play. The soundtrack. The soundtrack's amazing. Mick Gordon is, like... Did you find guy. all of the records? No, the vinyls. I need to. I need to go back in. It, they're, go listen to them. They're so good. Well, in The New Order, they did a thing where they re-recorded a lot of, like, classic songs, like The Carpenter's Close to You, I believe, is one of them, like, in German. <sighs> it's really they good. Yeah, they have a lot game. of German um, classics. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, this is so smart. Yeah. No, yeah. Like they're, they're having... And, like, the best thing about Wolfenstein is just how much fun they're having with their brand. Because I felt like Wolfenstein was such a by-the-book, mindless, joyless game. Which like, you can actually play in this one. Yeah. If and, you want to relive the first one. And since the New Order, though, I feel like they found this new zeal for what they are. And that they're kind of over the top. But that's part of the fun. And, like, even especially, like, the it's one of the big, you know, plot reveals <clears throat> throughout this in the in this new game. Like, literally, it's it feels so outlandish. And I feel like in any other medium, I might have felt it was cheap or like overwrought or something but it was just i was i literally i was i could not have been more surprised at some points in this game like those the best some of the best cutscenes i've ever seen in video games because they're so surprisingly funny and witty and intense yeah it's everything everything you want action-packed it's got everything so and even like i love what they did with fergus in this game oh fergus is so cute yeah there's some oh it's just good play the game it's awesome yeah max haas i love him but Grace stole the show. Oh, Grace, absolutely. She's she's <laughs> wonderful new character. Yeah, she's she's voiced by um Deborah Wilson, who's been a voice actor in tons of video games. But mm. I think she should have her own show. She's so good. <laughs> I would totally play a spinoff game of Grace. I would too. Absolutely. I want her missions. <laughs> right. Yeah. You play anything else? Um, I started today. Oh well, I bought the Disney Afternoon Collection. Excellent. And Darkwing Duck kicked my ass. 
but <laughs> that's okay. Of course, those games are so difficult. Yeah. Um, and I started, I played about three hours of Middle Earth Shadow of War, ah. which is kind of cuckoo. Yeah. But it's fun. But the, the controls suck, but... I've been playing that game on and off, and it's so weird. It's a game where, like, the first hour I play it, I'm always like, this isn't fun. And, like, by hour three of the same session, I'm like, I don't want to stop. Yeah. But then as soon as I pick it up again, like, the next day, when I started, I'm like, this, this isn't, isn't fun. fun. <laughs> like, this is not good. It's like Assassin's Creed with bad mechanics. Yeah. Like, but... and, I, and I, I, I love Assassin's Creed. and like I, like, I love Assassin's Creed. Yeah. And I like Shadow of Mordor, but, like, Shadow of War is not speaking to me like Shadow of Mordor did. And I didn't play Shadow of Mordor, so. Well, so I, it's Shadow Mordor is the same thing. It's where very like, similar. The first like five hours, I was like, I don't know why I'm playing this. And the next thing I knew, I finished the damn. Like I played until it was done, which took me like another fifteen hours. I'm just gonna do it because I'm obsessed with Lord of the Rings, <laughs> and I love the characters. I love the stories. I love, and I really like Shelob. Yeah, no, like I think she's I, cool. I like that they use her as a vehicle for as much as they do. Yeah, so it's because she's a spider. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know if this was in the last game, but why is she a woman? Uh, like she seems to take on some multiple forms. forms. Okay, so I got to play that a little more. Yeah, your turn. Uh, well, I'm just gonna go through the stuff that I finished right now. All 36 games. I'm go. Up, I'm up to 35. Jesus Christ. So, um, since we last spoke, uh, I finished the main campaign of Destiny 2. We've already talked about that. I finished the main campaign of Assassin's Creed Origins. Oh, which nice. Yeah, I mean, I am an unapologetic like Assassin's Creed fan. I played all 10 of the major console entries at this point. I finished them all. Uh, I worked a ton on the Assassin's Creed Origins launch campaign and announcement campaign. So I'm very close to that brand. But even if I hadn't worked on it, I can say without hesitation, it was great. Had a great time. Wait, what's your favorite Assassin's Creed? I think you've asked you before, but I can't My remember. My favorite is probably... It's one of the Ezio games. I'd say it's either two Brotherhood or Revelations. Probably Brotherhood. Brotherhood was really good. But I really, 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 really liked Syndicate. Syndicate's my favorite. I love Jacob and Evie, and I like the setting. I do too. London, yeah, best like setting. Industrial Revolution, and plus, like with the the grapple hook, like there's a lot that that um, Syndicate did that I really liked. I like the bad guy. Oh yeah, Steric. He was cool. Yeah. No, it's, I, it's kind of hot. I really, I like, I, I like those games. Uh, and then on my Super Nintendo Classic, I played through Donkey Kong Country again. Oh, really? Yeah. Your crush of the week. Yep. Well, it's, oh, yeah, because we, I started playing it when I my crush was Funky Kong, which Funky I'm still Kong. excited to hear your uh, response to that. I, my rebuttal is coming. Yes. And then only three months later. Yeah. <laughs> I also did Wolfenstein Two: The New Colossus, which we've talked about. Okay. Um. Next up was. Horizon Zero Dawn, the Frozen Wilds expansion. Okay. Shit was hard. It was good, though. Um, It is definitely meant to be post-main game content. Yeah. Like, I would strongly not... I would strongly encourage you to wait until you finish the main game. Because you need all the gear. Yeah. Yeah. And also, um, it's uh, like... I want to... Like, this is not a spoiler, but like, I think the game... I'm trying to think. Like, the final mission of main Horizon Zero Dawn, Mm -hmm. recommended character level is 35. I want to say the recommended level for the final mission of Frozen Wilds I think is level 50. Wow. Like, because I want to say the initial game you maxed out at level 50 and then Frozen Wilds ups it to I think 60. That's quite a difference. Yeah, Yeah, it was, and it was, it was. How long is it? I'd say it was a good, I mean, like just sort of critical pathing it a little bit. I think took me about eight hours. I think there's probably a good 12 to 15 hours of, of content in there. 
Jeez. Like it's a sizable chunk of the map with a lot of extremely challenging stuff. It's great. Kind of like how in Lost Legacy. Well, Lost Legacy was longer. Yeah, Lost Legacy is a little bit bigger. Like, mm-hmm. Lost Legacy was at least a standalone thing. But yeah. Frozen Wilds is just another section of the map. And it's a really great little story addition that adds on to the main story. So yeah. it, it felt good. And, uh, of course, Ashley Birch was back as Aloy. And um, they did a really great job with the, extending the narrative. Steven platinumed it. And then he's he played that the DLC. So I don't know if he finished the DLC, but... It's real good, though. He's playing it for a while, yeah. Um, and then um, I finished finished the main story. Like, there's a lot more now of Super Mario Odyssey for the Switch. Okay. Which is great. Uh, I'll make it quick. I heard the main story's not very long. It's 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 pretty reasonably long. Like, you need to get at least, like, 200-something power moons to finish hmm. the main story. And then uh, there are, I believe, 999 power moons in this game. So, like, once you finish the game, and the game is a reasonable length of time, once you finish it, you have the ability to go back into all the levels you already went into, and there's a whole new set of power moons that have been released into all of them. Wow. And so, like, it's almost like you get a second game after the main game is done, and it's much more uh, deep cut, high level play. Like it's a lot of trick jumps and like it, they made it so the main game can be completed by a lot of people and the post game can only be completed by like very, very dedicated, skilled players, it feels like. Um, which I'm not one of those. Uh, so but you will be one day, Rob. Someday. If, you will be. When time allows for me to do nothing <laughs> play Mario. Uh, after that, I did Destiny 2 Curse of Osiris DLC. Oh, how's that? Not good. Oh. It's a bummer. Um, and I think one of the biggest problems... I didn't continue. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it, the nice thing it does is it increases your character level, so you can now max out your character at 25. It upgrades your maximum power level, I think, to 330 or something. Um, How's the story? Not great. It introduces a character named Osiris that actually is a really cool character. Unfortunately, one of the sort of mechanics of the DLC is this idea of replaying something in different time periods. So just by me saying that, even replaying the same thing in different different time periods or different simulations of how something could go out it already sounds like it's going to be kind of repetitive and it is extremely repetitive and it feels extremely repetitive i felt the game alone was extremely repetitive the dlc leans into that even harder and it's and it's a bit of a mistake but um that's a bummer yeah i mean how it evolves the rest of your character progression is great but like the, the story had some cool ideas but playing through it wasn't fun and I do feel like we got a little spoiled by Destiny because in Destiny, which you didn't, you didn't even do the Destiny DLC um, for Destiny 1, but like Destiny 1 launched kind of meh and then the Dark Below came out and they tried to like right the ship a little bit and then like uh, House of Wolves came out and they tried to right the ship a little bit more. It still wasn't really working. Taken King. Then Taken King came and they figured it out. And so the nice thing was that like if Destiny 1, let's just say the game, if the game was 70% complete, then like after... House of Wolves came out, it maybe pushed it to like 80% completion. Taken Taken King, though, was this massive leap, and it suddenly was like, oh, the game is, like, this is how the game should have been. It should have launched like this. And so the, the game felt like 100%. And so the nice thing is that all the previous DLC felt like a really true step forward in evolving the game into something new and special. And the problem is Destiny 2, I thought, launched from a great place. Yeah. And the DLC does nothing to push it forward. Because the funny thing is, the previous DLC was there to fix it. And now, I don't think there's anything that really needs to be fixed, per se, in the game. And so the DLC, and in any, in any other game, DLC, as long as it's more of the same, more of the thing I like, I'm on board. 
hard. And yet Destiny 2 doing just more of the same feels like a weird cop-out because normally their DLC fixes things. And so I don't know if it's just that like my my brain is in a gear where I expect it to do a certain thing because of Destiny 1's DLC, but this DLC did nothing for me and it bums me out. Well, can't win them all. Yeah, I'm, I have the season pass. I'm going to keep playing into the future for whatever comes next yeah well let me know if it gets better because like i said i gave up on it wasn't what i wanted it to be well you've got enough stuff to play right now you still need to play horizon zero dawn and this thing i i need to play horizon zero dawn i we have um assassin's creed origins you play that too i mean there's so much stuff i i watched keith play um the fractured butthole south Mm. park which is funny yeah. I might play it. I might not. I did see about 10 hours of it. Well, so. like, of the like four hours I played of Fractured Butthole, uh, I feel that Stick of Truth is better. Do you? I like what they've done to the combat system for Fractured. Was it was it tactics also for the original? No, not as much. It was just turn-based. Oh. The movement and like the grid, Yeah, that's new to Fractured, and it's... I think that's great. But I love like, it. It's like that uh, Mario and Rabbids. Yeah, yeah. But I pref- like a little bit. Yeah. But I pre- I prefer uh, Stick of Truth just as like story and the way they kind of executed it. I like that game more so far. But I need to go back into Fractured and really kind of. There's some really funny it. shit that happens towards the end, though. Well, it's like that's worth Stick seeing. of Truth was a, it was full of surprises, and I love yeah. that. Um, and the last thing, last game I finished recently was um, I did uh, one of the DLC packs for Deus Ex: Mankind Divided. Uh, the one called system rift which is like a five hour little mini campaign or three hour mini campaign i'm so bummed i didn't buy deus ex when it was 16 bucks oh that game's so good i don't know why i didn't do it i was like oh i i don't know why i didn't do it well i can loan you my copy okay that's why i Um, didn't do it so (laughs) like and yeah because right now i'm trying you know with with two weeks left in the year i'm trying my best to uh kind of chew through my backlog and and kind of like up my numbers for the year because i'm only at 35 games this year so far and last year i finished at 44 so i'm trying to sort of step that up oh so I'm doing, shit yes yeah, so i'm doing some dlc I'm, i don't need to beat last year's because i was trying to go quality instead of quantity this year yeah. but now i just want to i want to boost my numbers a little bit yeah. so um the next thing for me i believe is going to be deus x dlc called uh a criminal past which is like a five hour mini campaign so um doing that stuff now I'm trying to think what else uh, i also uh, i just bought battlefront 2 um Oh, did you buy it for the sale? There's a flash sale, but it's going to end by the time this comes out. I actually got it for the Xbox, because uh, GameStop has it on sale right now for $35. It's 35 for PSN. Yes, yeah, so I bought it on for Xbox because um, I bought myself an Xbox One X console, the 4K why? machine. Because I have a 4K TV. Hashtag why? Because I have a 4K TV. Just stick what. with PS4. Um, so now I got them both. So I can I celebrate all the, the systems. But now we can't play. Uh, well, we can still play some games. I'm still buying some games for PS4. We never have. I know. Ever. I know. Like, ever. Because you're always playing Uncharted, <laughs> and I've moved on. Uh, America has not moved on, because I don't know if you knew this, but in 2017, Uncharted's sales went up almost double. Well, yeah, it's all at 42.6 million units life to date, or something like that. Yeah, you're so good. I was at the panel at PSX where they gave that number. Is it a false number? No, I was at the panel when they gave oh. out that number. Did you cry for me? No. Because I cried. <laughs> but actually, I, I thought of you during that entire panel. I was like, does that mean they might actually make another Uncharted after this? Well, it sounds like they don't, like, the brand isn't dead, but Nathan's story is done. Yeah, Nathan's story is done. Which I'm fine. Yeah, I'm fine with that too. Because Chloe lives on. Yeah, Chloe and Nadine are both really compelling, and I think they want 
want to keep going into Sam. I don't find Sam that interesting. I don't find him interesting at all. But, but like, it was an interesting panel seeing, like, the cast of Uncharted, because I, I, I was in the room when they did that one, um, and I was thinking of you the whole time. Um, but yeah, so I, I went to PSX. I forgot I did that last Where weekend. Where are your photos with? I took no photos. I actually had to leave as soon as that panel was done, because Todd's company had a Christmas party that night. So I had to bail and drive to uh, near the airport. Where is that? Um, shit. I don't even kind of think of the name of the city. Um where Mattel is. Oh, El Segundo. Thank you. I was like, yeah. go. Uh, yeah, so I did that. So yeah, I bought Battlefront though. Um, looking forward to playing that. Uh, I bought PUBG, Player Unknown Battlegrounds, that Battle Royale online only game for Xbox. Got that today. Uh, bought Super Lucky's Tale for a childish platformer because it sounds like it could be cute. Todd might dig it. You play as a little fox and it's like a platformer. It was originally released as Lucky's Tale for the Oculus Rift VR. Uh, and then they turned it into a 2D, uh, 3D platformer for Xbox. Okay. And I started playing the Legend of Zelda Champions Ballad DLC on my last flight for work. And so far, I hate it. And it bums me out. Uh, Hate's a very strong word. Yeah, it's, and I, I, I feel pretty committed to it right now. It turns you to the dark side of the force. <laughs> well, unfortunately, so far, that shit is not great. Uh, <laughs> and it is, um, it's a sort of thing where, like, um... It's like a high challenge mode where it's like you have a weapon that can kill everybody in one hit, but also you have a quarter of a heart and that's it. So one hit and you die. And it's just not that fun. But also it's been months since I played it. So I'm still getting used to the controls again. Like I feel a little, you know, out of the loop. So, yeah. So that's that. So that's. That's why I've been playing. That was a long answer. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. That's a lot. I mean, well, it's been shit. a long time. It's been a long time. It's been a long time now. Uh, yeah. So do we have to learn something? <sighs> If we, do we have time to learn something? We have time to learn. There's okay. always time to learn. Thank you. The word of the week, week is week. tidings. Tidings as in good tidings? Yeah, for it's the holidays. Yeah, I think... And it, nobody knows what tidings means. Does it just mean like wishes or, or general sentiments? It means news or information. Oh. Yeah. All right then. Good tidings. So, yeah, so good news. Good news. I like that. Yeah. See? It's amazing what we don't know and we say it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that's the word of the week. Next. So we'll look at real quick. Uh, the Vinyl Frontier. Oh, yes. Uh, there's been so many. Um, the one that's noteworthy that I recently got was the soundtrack to Nex Machina, the du- the twin stick shooter for PS4. The Vinyl Frontier. Thank you. I was waiting. For Sorry, that. I had a moment. Um, yeah, so that's the most recent one. I actually listened to that entire album while I was doing some work from home last week. And it is so, so, so good. Then uh, there's been a billion others because uh, I have a problem. That's literally what I wrote in my thing. Nex Machina, some well, others, I have a problem. That's all. Uh, did you see what one, um, the soundtrack of the year soundtrack of the year what did win that what was that it was um i believe it was near automata oh yes and deservedly so yeah that's a great soundtrack and i pre-ordered that on vinyl to ship in january sweet any Um, word on destiny 2 soundtrack nothing no also no doom soundtrack on vinyl wolfenstein nope huh yeah no uh it or uh bethesda needs to be better about it they've released skyrim on vinyl which i did buy that's a good one it's, it is good and i bought mm-hmm. that one it's like a four disc set that's so cool um and i am 8 bit just re- uh announced a single disc version of highlights of the skyrim soundtrack on forest green vinyl limited to three thousand units and lost legacy soundtrack on vinyl oh my goodness which i have ordered it it's not shipping till i think next year amazing i've ordered it um, I love I Am 8-Bit. Can we get them in here? Yeah, we need to call them. I'll do that. Because, yeah, they've been on my podcast before. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll, I'll bother them. Ours is better. Yeah, totally. Okay. 
Let's so, do it. Um, so yeah, that's my Vinyl Frontier news. Um, and now I guess we're on just like news, 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 right? Well, I was going to... Oh, do you want to do Graphic Jam? Uh, yeah. Honk, honk. We've got, yeah. Graphic Jam. Hi, <laughs> you're in a Graphic Jam. Honk, honk. So Marvel put out in 2010 this book that my roommate is obsessed with, and he let me read it, called The Rawhide Kid. Have you ever heard of it? No. It's a very campy, slapstick, classic Western with a gay cowboy who is the superhero, and he's super weeho queenie. (laughs) 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 Like, he's giving the girls fashion sense. He's flirting with all the men who are completely oblivious to all all of his, like comings on and it's really fucking funny nice uh written by one of the people who wrote for howard stern for the howard stern show i think zimmerman you, you have a very saucy uh postcard as your bookmark that was from my first um first comic con there's a lot of pubes on that it's pretty uh, hot huh on that uh, shot there it's yeah. like two men going right at it <laughs> <laughs> Um, and, uh, basically rides into town, has to rid the town of these bad, bad men who are trying to take over these bandits. And it's just a really fucking funny, kind of sexy, um, story. Uh, And everything you think these characters would say, they don't. They say something completely out of, like, left field. And you're like, oh, that's why I love this, because it's so ridiculous. Um, yeah, but it's basically the main character is a gym bunny oh, who like, dresses as a cowboy. And the main writer, Ron Zimmerman, was a writer on the Howard Stern show. I just said that. Oh, I wasn't listening. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, was, I, was like, I was looking at. I was looking at the. I, I was looking at all the art. All the crotch art. Oh my god! The cover <laughs> of issue two is hilarious. Uh, it's like a close up of his crotch where the gun holster is uh, very suggestive as to where his dick might normally. Uh, yeah, like a. Um, yeah, basically. Yeah. It's very fat piece yeah it's like a cod piece that's pretty great <laughs> sorry i i promise I, I listen to you all the time and i just happen to miss that oh even in the, was the first funny. cover <laughs> the first issue is the same kind of cover that's pretty amazing yeah he's so sassy i think you should read that you'd like it uh yeah that's uh i wish i would have gone into a little bit more but i guess that's all i had to say about it it's really funny so it's called rawhide kid marvel put it out and at the beginning, it's very funny because it talks about how the Rawhide Kid came before Iron Man and all those people and how they look up to him because he was one of the original superheroes. And it's pretty funny. So Nice. Yeah. Uh, that's the Vinyl Frontier. I mean, that's... What am I? Graphic Jam. Graphic Jam. <laughs> we're, we're rusty. Burp, burp. And we're trying to rush because we, we got to get robbed of Star Wars. I'm seeing Star Wars tonight. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, news. Like just normal news. Uh, we have literally 15 minutes to finish this podcast, so let's do it. All right. Um, one second. Got to text the hubby. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, so, so I'll start. You go, you go. You go. Oh, no, you start no. since you finished. Okay, fine. Go. Uh, net neutrality got repealed. The FCC sucks. Sucks. Like, America, what are you doing? Is it turd? What, what, what are you doing? This is turd soup. Yeah. So uh, I'll, that's where I'll leave that. Net neutrality's yeah. gone, and that's a bummer. Uh, next, Disney has purchased Fox. What? You didn't know that? No. Disney bought Fox when? movies. Like, or they bought Fox. Uh, a couple Like the news? Everything except for Fox News and Fox Sports. Those are the only two things they did not get in the acquisition. They, it was a, I think, $52 billion, with a B, dollar acquisition, which now means The Simpsons, 
are part of Disney. The original Star Wars. You have like the biggest grin on your it's face. It's crazy. You're but sure. what about Universal Studios? Well, they have all uh, the stuff there. I imagine they still have to honor their contracts with everybody who already has stuff. Gotcha. But like now, it's like that means X Men can join the normal Marvel <gasps> movies. They can put Wolverine in an Avengers movie if they want to. Like, I'm kind of scared though. Giving fifty two billion dollars to Fox, what the fuck are they going to do with that money? Well, start knows? the new KKK. But like, it is a thing though. So now it's like a lot of stuff. Um, and it actually it puts Disney in an interesting sort of thing where now they are, I think, the majority shareholder majority shareholder in Hulu because Disney's trying to start their own streaming service. And so now they're like the majority shareholder in Hulu. And mm. um, now they're going to own all of 20th Century Fox movies. That's awesome. So they can use the word mutants. Yes. And oh, now... That's which, pretty dope. When did this happen? This happened last week. And like now because... Uh, what? Because Fox doesn't have to make a shitty Fantastic Four movie every couple of years to keep the, the license alive in their hands. Maybe we'll get either, first off, a good Fantastic Four movie or maybe we'll just not do a movie for them. I for didn't mind years. The Silver Surfer. I did not care for that movie. It was the best of all of them, I thought. Um, but yeah, Disney buying Fox, though, means a lot for the Marvel scene. Means Avatar is now part of the Disney umbrella. like Which they already had at, they have the Avatar land at well, yeah, they, Orlando, they, Florida. They had that there, but now like the movies yeah. are going to be released by Disney. Disney's owning everything. They're like yeah. Amazon. Disney is massive. So, yeah, it, it's. I don't think anything necessarily bad is going to happen as long as Disney lets a lot of things that do what they do so well continue to to do them because like fx is probably my favorite network on tv right now and they make a lot of very adult very dark programming and i don't want that i mean and of course disney we always think family shit but disney also is the company that distributed pulp fiction so like really they you know before disney in the 80s they had some really dark stuff well yeah and disney is no stranger to r-rated shit so they need to honor the networks for what they are yeah well and and disney's always like with touchstone and hollywood pictures and miramax like they were willing they've always been willing to go into adult stuff they just don't want to put the walt disney name on something that's beyond pg-13 yeah because they do like the they do the pirates movies that are pg-13 yeah so yeah disney bought fox i don't know how that slipped through my fingers but you should look how it did it's crazy i'm gonna look at it yeah that's Um, nuts next up uh take two publishing has started an indie label called private division a friend of mine Mm. uh works for them and he's involved in that so congratulations to you yay you and uh and yeah like i'm excited about what they're gonna do they're working with a lot of um indie developers to make really great high polish indie games which i fucking love those so yeah i'm all for it i can't wait for um stranger things too. talk about something i've been waiting for to play because we didn't really go over that i mean life is strange i've lost my brain yes life Life is is strange Strange. season two yeah which can't wait well that's not through take two publishing but yes no i know but it's an indie game we didn't talk about what we're looking forward to got it sorry i'm not looking forward to stranger things 2 i'm looking forward to stranger things 3 yeah (laughs) that makes more sense But yeah, Life is Strange 2. Sorry. (laughs) Continue. Um, A game just got announced earlier this week that I'm really excited about called After Party. It is a drinking game, or it's a game where you are drinking with Satan. And this version of Satan, they call a Rocky Horror Kanye West. Uh, And so it's a game about drinking with that version of Satan. It is from the developers called Night School. They did Oxenfree. 
that game that I will never shut up about you how love much it. I loved. Yes. Because it has a great soundtrack and it handles dialogue better than most games do. It's available on iOS and if you have not played it, what are you doing? I have not played it. What are you doing? I have no words for you that. You should also buy it on <laughs> you, you should buy it on PS4. It's excellent. So that's that. I keep putting it in my cart and I just never click pay. Oh, you gotta do it. <laughs> All right, so um, I only have two more pieces of news left, but you, you do you have any more newsy stuff? Do you want to hop in? No, I already mixed it in with the podcast. Oh, all right then. So we're good. Um, right now, Overwatch Winter Event is happening, and it's happening through the first of the year. So we have Christmas trees everywhere. It, it is festive, and there is a new hipster-ish Hanzo skin. Ooh, your he ha- favorite. He has a piercing at the top of his nose, like in between his eyes. Yeah, what's that called? Uh, like a lateral piercing, Yeah. I think. Yeah, he has one of those. Like, it's much more, like, people are calling it Hipster Hanzo. Um, he has a dragon across his butt. Um, he's wearing some baggy pants. Sweet. And he's wearing, like, a winter coat. So, no more exposed nipple. But, um, still, mm. Hanzo. Mm. Mm. Hanzo. Oh, Hanzo. And then another little bit of fun, nerdy, awesome news. The Twilight Zone is coming back. The show? Yes, it's getting it's coming back to CBS All Access, the same sort of pay online network that is doing Star Trek Discovery. Huh. And it is going to be produced by Jordan Peele, writer director of Get Out. Get Out. That's awesome. Yeah. Like well, speaking of Get Out, it I have super news. appealing. Oh, then yeah, give me news. No, when you're finished. No, I just crossed off my thing. I'm excited about Twilight Zone. Period. That's the I end of that. Cannot believe that the fucking Golden Globes shunned Get Out. Did they? For for a film. I mean, they, oh. they did. They did. Um, There is something up there for them. But that's not what really peeves me off. What peeves me off is Wonder Woman. Mm. Got the shaft of all shafts. Sorry. Ridiculous. They deserve to win every award available. That's all I have to say about this. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. That is a bummer. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Not even nominated. Why? Because it's superhero. Unfortunately, yeah. Genre genre pictures don't really get a get their their chance very often. It's so good. Yeah. I can't. I don't know one person that said I hated Wonder Woman. Yeah. No. It was definitely a crowd pleaser. Yeah. But yeah. Oh well. I they're lost because. Well, I don't even. I probably won't get nominated for an Oscar either. But here's hoping. Yeah, I d- at I... least the soundtrack. It's so good. Well, it could be up for. I imagine like soundtrack, sound editing, yeah, uh, sound design, effects, special effects, like photography. It won't be up for probably any performances or screenwriting or di- maybe maybe directing. But even then, unfortunately, it's just it doesn't feel like an awards picture, you know, compared to like the other movies that are clear Oscar bait. That being said. In my own mind, Wonder Woman is a very tough character because we all have our own kind of perception of who she is. I think Gal Gadot was able to bring all of our different like hopes and put it into one character. Yeah. Because she made the character strong, relatable. She made, um, you know, flawed and just very fun and very um, uh, vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And I think with all those different characteristics, it's very hard. And I don't know if, like, honestly, I haven't really seen her act in anything else. So I don't know how great of an actress she is. Maybe it was all by chance that this all happened and it went so well. But she did a really fucking good job what? at this character. And I think I still have that episode of SNL that she hosted saved on my DVR. It's really if you bad. See it. Oh, did you watch I've it? Seen it? There was a couple of sketches that were really funny, I thought. It, it had... Like three funny sketches, but I I feel like a lot of the content was just not her. It's been a little bit of a rough season. It was it was it wasn't good. Yeah, yeah. Well, fine then. I will delete it because I only saved it for you. Oh, thank you. I forgot to tell you I saw it. It's fine. I saw it, <laughs> <laughs> and I'll mark that off my list. You saw. So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, that's that's my two cents. 
All right, then. So that's all the news I had. Time for the crush of the week. It's crushy time. Just all right. a little crush. Crush. So I'm sick <laughs> of waiting for your rebuttal to my funky Kong, okay. which was funny because it was a kind of a throwaway crush for me. And like, yet we built up this response now yeah. for months. Mine's still a monkey. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> yeah. Thrilla Gorilla. You remember Thrilla Gorilla? No. From TNC Wood and Water Rage. <gasps> oh, shit. From TNC Surf Design? <laughs> yes. Thrilla Gorilla. I love Thrilla Gorilla. I don't think I ever knew that character's name. <laughs> yeah, there was Thrilla Gorilla, Tiki. There was cool, Joe Cool, Tiki Tom. Who was the 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 iguana? Wasn't there like a lizard? I don't. Think am I so. crossing? Am I, I might be crossing some streams here. There was a cat, cool cat with a K. Yeah. <laughs> Thrilla Gorilla. Thrilla wow. Gorilla. Who had his own spinoff? So we waited months for that. Well, I like it. Listen, Thrilla Gorilla. Yeah. <laughs> anthropomorphic gorilla wearing board shorts and sunglasses. And right? he surfs. Yeah. And that little hat that they had in the 80s with the little flap in the back <laughs> <laughs> to protect your neck from the sun. <laughs> oh, man. So hot. Anyway, I have this really big, like, like hard on for surfers so i think it's like the perfect kind of combination yeah i think it beats your funky cool but funky kong i think he's holding a he's holding a surfboard yeah but thriller gorilla he's the the original you could play as him he's the og he's the original gorilla he looks like one of the he if he was a person in venice beach he would be at muscle beach lifting weights all right then sweating whoa in the hot sun <laughs> do you need a few minutes to yourself i feel like <laughs> that game was fucking tough though oh my god <laughs> yeah like i had a really hard time with uh with those games but it was one of my favorite memories that game yes. i'm trying to get a handle on nintendo and all the evils from all those really tough games back in the day <laughs> but yeah if I had one hashtag for Thrilla Gorilla, it would be too legit to quit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wow. hey. <laughs> wow. How about you? Uh, my crush this week is uh, Cade Six from Destiny 2. Uh, or Destiny, just because um, the he is the hunter. Uh, what's the word? Your uh, mentor. So, like, of the three You've people. You've had him before. Have I? Did I already say Kid Six? He was your last crush of the week. The no. robot guy? Yeah. Did I? Oh, my God. Has it been that long that I'm repeating myself now? Oh, girl. Shit. Because I, <laughs> I looked at my crush list and I never saw him on here. Yeah. Because he was in the first Destiny, right? Yeah, he was. He was one of the three. Oh, well, fuck. Sorry, boo. That's fine. I can dig up another one. Uh, instead, my crush <laughs> of the week... <laughs> Will be also from a recent game. Um, let me write this down so I don't forget for next week. Bayek of Siwa from Assassin's Creed Origins. He's the new the new lead. Oh, okay, yeah. And um, first off, it is great from our uh, sorry, right and talk at the same time. Um, it's great to see another minority assassin lead character. Um, Justin, it's nice to have like a brown guy. Um, and also he's like an interesting character i like what they do with him um and he also if you play in the, the towel like i did for the entirety of the game he has some pretty nice chest hair going on for the entire game he has chest hair he does 
Really? It's pretty, it's pretty good, too. They, they did a good job with it. Hmm. Todd felt it didn't fit his ethnicity, but... I was going to say, did, did um, Egyptians been, have chest hair? I don't know. And the thing is, I, I don't know what Egyptian men would look like, like, you know, uh, chest hair-wise. But uh, either way, his, his chest is lovely, and uh, the hair is nice. Very good. Yeah. I'm sure they did the research, so I'm sure it's right. Yeah, actually, and I think I might even have a photo that a friend of mine sent me that he did would a screenshot of. Would you run of. your fingers through his curly chest hair? It's not curly. That's the thing. It's actually, it's straight. Todd was like, I don't That's know. That's weird. seems like it's not right but uh if as much as it may be well not, whatever i'm sure it's right as much as it may be not right it's still nice it's not wrong either oh, is seriously it? yeah i know it's, <laughs> it's it feels it feels very right even if it's kind of wrong <laughs> yeah a friend of mine sent me a screenshot of it with the caption Ugh. <laughs> uh so yeah there it is oh wow that looks like a real person yeah it looks real good yeah i could get into that yeah and i just love the caption Ugh. I can imagine Thrilla Gorilla having a chest hair like that. <laughs> <laughs> Always comes back to Thrilla Gorilla. <laughs> so. Oh, man, that's good. <laughs> anywho. So, yeah, so that's what I got there. Um, and uh, I don't know if the person who sent me that photo is a listener, but I'm probably going to post that to our Instagram feed because, yes. Yes, because we have not updated that feed in a hot minute. Approved. Hot so, minute. Anyway, so that is that. Sweet. Well, we did it. We did it. I think. Yeah. Maybe. No, I think I definitely, I feel we definitely did it. Well, guess what? You can follow us on the social media. Uh, well, you f- follow me personally at Satine the Dream on Instagram, Twitter, and Satine on Twitch. Does that make sense? I think so. I kind of ran it into one sentence. <laughs> <laughs> And you can follow me uh, at Fast Danger on Twitter and at Mr. Gladstone on Instagram and Twitch. And you can follow the podcast at BitDiffPodcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, which we will start posting again. Or you can send us an email at BitDiffPodcast at gmail.com. We have new episodes every Wednesday. <laughs> yes, <laughs> a, we a, do. A bead of sweat just went down my forehead. <laughs> <laughs> And I just disappeared into the night. Uh, and you can follow, rate, and comment, uh, and we would appreciate if you did, uh, in iTunes and Google Play. And again, we are sorry for the uh, disappearance, but we're back. Yes, we're we're back. back. Thank you for all of you who stood by us and have been messaging, messaging us to get our shit back together. Yeah, so. thank you for the, the nice little reminders mm-hmm. that people out there care about our ramblings. Yeah, so we appreciate it. And ciao Bye-bye.